It has certainly been an up and down week for gaming. And of course, you know, just like every week, well, most weeks, we got the Time Attack Gaming Podcast, episode 17, and we got a little more of a toned down episode this time, back to just me and Josh <laughs> chatting with you. Um, but it's still going to be a good one, and we still make it happen regardless. We do have another guest lined up, surprise, surprise, but uh, not going to spoil that one. Uh, that should be a grand old time. But of course, you know, we're still thinking about last week's podcast Oh yeah, with new Meta GG. Those guys were awesome. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. So much game. That was a blast. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't listened to episode 16, please go back and listen to it. Um, Josh and I are of the opinion that it was our best episode ever. Yep. And I'm inclined to agree. Oh, absolutely. Um, Malik and Vice were absolutely exceptional to have on the show, and they're welcome back anytime. <laughs> but I digress, Josh. Because we got a lot to talk about this week, too. We always have a lot to talk about. We never have a boring week. Nope. Show don't. Right? No. It's all, it's, well, not yet. It's always something to talk about. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we got a smorgasbord of stuff. I've been waiting to use that word, smorgasbord. We got a smorgasbord of stuff. It's not like, like, uh, like a deluxe burger or something. <laughs> oh, it does. I actually had, um, I went to a burger joint, but I got a sandwich instead. Oh, really? This is one of the few burger joints I've ever been to. It's called Restaurant 55. That all of their food is good, not just their hamburgers. When I, when like, I, when I get the feeling that restaurant, like they, they probably had a sign that looks like an interstate sign, and it says you go. Oh and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's more of like how do I even explain it? It's 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 not like a diner, but the name Restaurant Fifty Five would imply that it's like a diner style place, right? Yeah. Right. No, I get that. Um, they make incredible burgers, the best burgers in my area. But I got a uh black and salmon blt and dude um look their wasabi mayo is hot don't get me wrong yeah but their spicy mayo is hotter than their wasabi mayo oh that's saying something because wasabi is is pretty hot that's Uh, saying something it was good (laughs) oh it was so fucking good so good i love that place anyways i digress um (laughs) gamers welcome back to the time attack gaming podcast episode 17 i'm once again joined by Josh Statics, the man, the myth, the legend. Listen, hey everybody, how are we doing today? <laughs> I just want to say something completely off the rip, just to okay. catch uh, Big Gaming's reaction. So oh. we're gonna we're gonna pull in some real world things that happen. So okay, so basically at my job, right? You know, we work in like twelve hours a damn day. It's ridiculous. Five days in a fucking row. Your boy is fucking tired, right? Yeah, dude. God. So we had a meeting yesterday and they're talking about saying that people weren't pulling their weight, whatever the case may be, even though we're like 11 people short. They got a job postings yeah. for 11 people. And you spe- oh, shocker, you're short staffed right. and, they're, and they're being hard on you. Good <laughs> right. Lord. So, Assholes. So basically yesterday was our last day of the week until we get to go homes, be with, be with our families and everything else. So they come in, they say, hey, we need everybody to work mandatory this Friday because we need to get caught up with these numbers when the case may be. Let me tell you, everybody flipped the fuck out. They was like, fuck that bullshit. We ain't working no goddamn fucking 12 hours again. I'm about <laughs> sick of this bullshit. Yeah. Dude, there was this part in the meeting that had me laughing. There was like this older black dude. 
and he was all like, <laughs> he goes up there, man. He said, man, I'm sick of this bullshit. These mother, <laughs> he talks just like this. He goes, I'm about sick of these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers fuck us in the ass, and they expect us to like that shit. Hell no. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh, but when he said that shit, it had me cracking. Dude, he's spitting facts, though. Like, uh. He said, you expect me to like this shit? What <laughs> <laughs> happy cracking up. Oh, my God, dude. I have, like, I love that. Like, honestly, though, shout out to him because that, that truly comes from a place of of real frustration with yeah, your job for real and i mean look it's not the workers fault y'all are short staffed yeah. it's yours because you aren't willing to pay enough yeah you're not short staffed because people don't want to work you're short staffed because you will not pay them enough yeah. it is as simple as that because people will put up with a lot of shit mm-hmm. for a lot of dough oh yeah that is how it's always been oh yeah yeah oh i'll put up with bullshit for the right price right absolutely i will <laughs> I am not above that. And and I'm sure um they aren't either. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> wait, so did he say that like in the meeting? He like he said yelled it, that in the he meeting. He said it during the meeting. <laughs> I kid you not. He said it. It was a lot of people there. And they're like, not gonna fire him because no, they need him. No, they're not they're not. Yeah, it's like y'all need to, y'all need us, you know. I I I, mm. I don't want to go too much into too detail, but I I'll say this that right. the, one of the main reasons why they they are they are uh, having issues with hiring, but you know, keep well. Now, it's not really an issue mm-hmm. with hiring people. But the problem was with them, uh, you know, not maintaining, keeping people very long is because they yeah. use these tactics and lie to people and try to say, "Hey, we got these long set hours," and then you get in, you find out it's completely opposite of what you're expecting, and then they're like, "Nah, fuck this shit, I'm out." <laughs> Good lord! Yeah, basically, um, you know, you, you you got people that want to get paid. They, you know, they they were already okay with the pay that they were getting, but then what you say is opposite. So you got people working long ass hours, and then they're not having a proper work life balance. And then this is the reason why, you know, you get the things you get right now. And then on top of that, too, the way they talk to people, it's a horrible management in place too. So that's the reason why people be quitting. <laughs> shocker! Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's funny though. Yeah, yeah. he did not tell me that part. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, he said they, 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 you, yeah. he was like they trying to y'all, ah, y'all trying damn. to fuck me in the ass. And you trying to expect me to like that shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Was, oh man. Was, was was anyone laughing in the in the meeting? I think there was like a few chuckles, but it was just <laughs> but it, it, it we didn't want to laugh because he it, it was a it was everything it, it was serious and everything he said was facts, but it was just yeah. it was just uh, you expect me to like that shit. That's what like had me. Almost in tears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not the point you were making; it's the way you made the point. That's funny. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. I get that. Like you weren't laughing at him; you were laughing at the way he it, delivered the. Point. It was the way uh, I was just, you know, the thought process of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was oh, like, "You God. talking like you went through a spirit." <laughs> Oh, oh god okay <laughs> that's, why I was, that's why i was laughing so hard but hey everybody yeah we're we're back yeah. sorry for the long welcome uh, back yeah <laughs> i just went no to that's say good that. um so 
you know, <laughs> like we always do, we start out with our chance time. Josh and I both got both got some questions for each other. And Josh, I'm going to give you the floor this time. Why don't you hit me with your chance time question? This is a random question that we come up with. It just can be as off the wall as we want, as long as it's still gaming related. It's like an icebreaker for us, but we've clearly already broken the ice. Um with the discussion about getting fucked in the ass. So, Josh, why don't you take the floor? All right. This is this this is completely off the rip again. I just thought about it because because th- you, you were talking about some of burgers earlier and I'm just like hungry yeah. as shit. Um if okay. you can make a fast food place, restaurant, wherever the case may be, but you can only use reference of Video game characters, franchise, where the case may be, what would you, uh, you know, name it? Like for for instance, I know I know it sounds very very vague. Where the case may be, you can say like, oh, you know, I could, I, you know, I would love to open up a burger. I, I, could, I would love to open up a a buffet place and have like the Super Mario spaghetti or whatever the case may be. Right. Or you're saying fast food. Yeah. Or like the Donkey Kong slam sandwich or man, I'm already thinking. Okay. Listen, okay, if I can make a, a, a fast food place or whatever that's based on, uh, you know, uh, video game references, I probably would go, like, the Donkey Kong uh, <laughs> vibe with it. Have, like, the banana pudding or whatever for, like, a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that's such an obscure... Would it be, like, an ice cream place? Yeah, yeah. have, like, the Congo bu- like the Congo Bungos, like, uh, like, ice cream sundae dish, whatever the case oh, may okay. be. I don't know. It's just something, it's just something creative. Because, like, we need more video game restaurants is what I'm trying to say. I think... That- yeah, that would be cool. They have, like, like, at Nintendo World, they have toad houses yeah. where toads will serve you, like, mario themed foods yeah uh like virtual toads it's really cool but no i get your question let me let let me think i think my gut reaction honestly (laughs) i would make a freddy fazbear's pizza chain because those fans would make me a millionaire overnight oh really dude the five nights of freddy's fandom is like so obsessed with that franchise like in like you know everyone knows there's like kind of the odd side of of that group of fans but a lot of the fans are extremely passionate yeah and if there was a physical five nights at freddy's with the animatronics and everything dude oh my god that place would be absolutely packed constantly i would make so so much money money from that it's crazy and you just do a basic easy pizza and and theme it after the animatronic characters, dude. That's literally like money on money, right there. I would have to say Five Nights at Freddy's, like like a Domino's, because the chain pizzas we count as fast food, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, boom, Five Nights at Freddy's Pizzeria, dude. I already got the layout. I just used the layout from one of the games. <laughs> boom, done. Bro, done. that's badass. I'm Print me money. Give me money. <laughs> easy money right there um that was a good one i like that i like the really creative ones mine's not as creative but but i am curious as to what yours is um i want to know what your guilty pleasure video game is and before anyone starts thinking any weird shit i mean what is like a very odd genre of game that for some reason you enjoy and consistently come back to i'll give you my example to kind of set the tone okay um mine is fishing games i have no idea why 
but I love fishing games. There's something about virtual fishing that yeah. I like. I love when they put fishing in 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 video games. Um, I've bought fishing games before, like arcade style fishing games. Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't really align with my other kinds of video game interests, but God damn, do I love a good fishing game or like more arcade style, not necessarily like sim fishing. Right. But yeah, I don't know what it is. Damn, that is, I don't know. That is a good one. Cause like when I hear like the phrase like guilty pleasure, I'm like, am I supposed to feel guilty or wrong for playing it? But ah, just something out of left field this is that the- if like basically what what genre of game do you play that that if you told your friend group i bought this game they'd be like really right i'm trying to th- that's a weird game to buy kind of thing i'm trying to think off the top i'm like looking at my game collections as we're speaking <laughs> i'm like have I, I know I'm, i know i might have played a game that's just like that's not in my typical uh fuck retrospect guilty pleasure guilty pleasure guilty pleasure guilty there's pleasure. something weird right i'm trying to think and i don't know why it's so difficult for me well i'll tell you what um a few people say like you know those shitty sports games right that people play like not not the kind of sports games we were talking about with malik and vice like the the old school ones where they were like legitimately polished finish video games with great mechanics like tony hawk and nba street 2 and stuff like that yeah i'm talking about like the ea bullshit that they churn out every year like madden like if i played madden or fifa or uh, nba 2k yeah that would be a guilty pleasure for me because i would almost be embarrassed to tell people that i bought that shit Right, no, I, mean, I I I get what you're saying. Damn, I'm trying yeah. to th- I'm trying to think hard because like part of me want to say like because like there was a point in time I stopped playing Call of Duty for a while and then every oh that's a good answer yeah it is like it's Call of Duty can sometimes for me be a guilty pleasure because it's just like bingo that's what I was looking for yeah because it <laughs> it could be because like. I know that the, some of their business practice it'd be the same old bullshit. It's the same rinse yep. and repeat. Um, uh, a style of gameplay, but every once in a while, it's, I get that craving. It's like it, it, sometimes it'd be the simplistic, it'd be the simplicity of why it'd be the simplicity of the match of why I like it. it can make an enjoyable experience, but even that, but even then too, even though there's toxicity, even though there's bullshit campers, whatever the case may be, it's fun to go back to every once in a while. I don't go to it as often, but um. I probably say like yeah. a, a weird guilty pleasure for me is like GTA Five. Uh, mm. Yeah, that'd be okay, guilty G- pleasure. At this okay, point. GTA. If, if I'm being honest, GTA Five is my guilty pleasure. I'm not gonna lie. There you go. GTA there Five go. is my is my guilty pleasure. Basically, uh, there are some things I have done in the game that I probably will not discuss too much in video because I don't want to sound like a nutcase. <laughs> Oh, well, dude, playing, <laughs> most people playing Grand Theft Auto, like the stuff you do in that game will make you sound like a nutcase. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I do. There's times I just love fucking around with NPCs just to, just to oh, get a yeah. reaction. <laughs> I, I do that. Like, I will literally go to a strip club and I will place like C4 by the door. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, a, I will like open it like, like, cause like when you go to the strip club, you can't, you can't, you can't put weapons, you can't bring your weapons up automatically. They, they, the game just automatically hides it for you. So what I'd like to do is like, I like to go into the strip club and I open the door halfway as I'm going on the outside. So I'll put the sticky bomb, uh, right, 
in front of the door on the inside, walk out and watch it explode. And then I'll go back in and then there'll be a bunch of dead bodies, but then the the, <laughs> the radar doesn't go off yet. But as soon as I, I probably go in, whatever the case may be, then they start fighting or whatever. And it's like, oh shit, there's there's violence and everybody starts running. And then that's when I start like knocking people loud to see what happens. Oh uh, yeah. Like I, I, I do I do some I do some wild shit in the strip club. Like I will like burn I will like for I would like fortify the place, burn it up just to hold out. I, I just have way too much fun with GTA. 5. FBI is listening in now. Yeah, as we speak. Oh yeah, like GTA <laughs> Five is not only a guilty pleasure, but it is also a good stress reliever. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's. Oh, I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah, it it, it, it can be fun. It's just it's one of those things I love about open world games when you could just go, you could just have fun and be creative with it. Those are the type. Those are like the most fun games i enjoy so yeah <laughs> yeah like that i mean that's the whole reason why minecraft really is so successful yeah because of what you mentioned yeah but honestly um i'm glad you brought up gta oh, because boy. the user comment of the week is oh. gta related <laughs> i, I made a video um something it was like a, a tiktok question asking what's something um what's something everyone seems to enjoy but you don't kind of thing oh and I was like honestly for me it's a grand theft auto franchise yeah um i don't think they're bad games they're just not for me i, I don't really think they play particularly well like the way it feels to me your character and stuff and i was yeah. saying like i i'm not a fan of gta 5 and i'm not looking forward to gta 6 at all yeah and there obviously some people are not happy with that yeah. um and one guy said and i have the quote right here <laughs> the name big gaming you should oh sorry you seriously need to change it to horror gaming your channel is based on creepy ass games that aren't relevant whatsoever <laughs> so um i mean he had me until i guess horror games are not relevant at all whatsoever wait i'm, I'm sorry like, did God. He, when you say horror horror game or like horror like a horror I'm just making horror. Horror, okay. Not horror I thought he gaming. said horror yeah, gaming. No. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. He wasn't that mad. <laughs> he wasn't that mad. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like, okay, horror gaming. Sure, that's a little bit generic, but I guess big gaming is pretty generic too. And then he's like, they're not relevant. So clearly he was upset by what I said. Oh. Um, I just thought that was funny. Like, uh, okay, that's, I mean, I guess horror games aren't relevant. To you, to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, <laughs> he was just, um, he was just mad, but you said something about GTA Five. <laughs> I know. I talked about his my I, favorite game franchise. I mean, even I said, even I have said that the gameplay structure hasn't aged well. It's the same. Yeah. I, I I even said I, I I even made a video and I said the reason why Red Dead Redemption didn't won was because of the control scheme, and I went into detail. I was like, every, it had everything correct, but their gameplay, I mean, as much as as much as it's innovative for like with the Rockstar brand, it's still shit. It's not, dude. A, yeah. It like for as much money as Rockstar has, and for as absolutely incredible as their open worlds are, yeah, insane amount of detail, like the most amount of detail for that world size of any game developer ever, no question. Yeah. Um, insanely intricate open world games with like gripping narratives and, and well-made characters. Yeah. They still have not figured out how to make a character move in a 3d space in a fun way. Yeah. They have not. Like, the, the, the third person shooting isn't good. The movement isn't good. 
Yeah. Like nothing feels good about well interacting I, with your character in in a Rockstar game. I, I don't want to say it's not good. It's just it it is it it didn't it's not it didn't age well over time. Like it was cool for the PS2 era for its limitations, yeah, but, but, but lots of stuff were were well no well, lots of stuff had already figured it out by then. Right, but, it, but what I was it was saying like. I think what I'm saying is like the 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 whole thing is that they're still using the same GTA three structure. That's the problem yeah. in itself. And it's just like there should be no reason I should be pressing the A button repeatedly to run faster and then tire out. You know what I mean? Like stuff yeah. like that. Or I should press the Y button or it's just it's just one like even like even like the movement in itself, like like the three D like the funny the, the, here's the funny thing. San Andreas and like San Andreas Vice City and GTA 3 were a lot more fun to move around with than the newer GTA games because they they oh. put a little bit more emphasis in realism. I had no problem putting more emphasis in realism, but the, but the but the problem is too is like when you make it so annoying to control and have fluid movement and having you know good combat, whatever the case may be, it could be right. annoying for some people. That's the reason why I never won Game of the Year. I the control yeah. sucked. Well, I'm not. It, it, compared compared to newer games out there, it sucks. But story you, and everything you else can is, say it sucks. Yeah, comp- if you feel it sucks, then like I, I think that is easily what ninety nine percent of people would complain about with modern Rockstar games. Like yeah. everything else is so fine tuned and so incredible. Yeah, and then you just have that that is like, why am I mashing the A button to run? Yeah, what am I doing? Why am I playing this kind of thing? Yeah, cause that's that's like, that's one of the things. Like people say, yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. As much as it's it's a great game in its own, there are also there are also some other issues too. Because the emphasis on realism, like it made they made it a chore to make sure that you had to keep eating to make make sure your character yeah. as well. Like it's cool, but at the same time too, it's a little bit unnecessary. You have to keep fitting your horse, keep patting it on the head to ma- maintain his bond. So it's like it's one of those things. It's like. You know, once you get used to it, it become like secondary in nature. But it's just it it it, it, it kind of makes some aspect of the game feel like a chore. Like it, it's it's a great game. It, 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 it's a great game, but at the same time too, it's one of those things where it's like you when you had to invest your time into it. But yeah, it, I don't yeah. I don't want to comment too much on yeah Red Dead Two because I haven't touched the game at all. No. But I like all I can say is that I've heard those comments before. Is that like them going for that level of realism yeah. turns large sections of that game into almost feeling like a daily chore and task list as if you were actually doing the things that Arthur Morgan is yeah. doing. Yeah, cuz like I would say this like for GTA 6, I just hope the controls are improve. And what I mean like I don't want stiff I don't want no more stiff movement. If I'm pressing if I'm looking straight ahead and I press down, if I press backwards on the left joystick, I I I want my character to move like move with some hustle and stuff. I don't want him to like turn around like he's doing a spin dance, look backwards like that. Like, yeah, it, it takes it's really stiff gameplay. Yeah, like it, it, you know, it just shorten the animations and make it more fluid. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. Um, that's that's one of the things that I like about God of War compared to other, um, like PlayStation first party games like Last of Us. Yeah, is that in God of War they they like they're they're going for like incredible animations but they will not let animation sacrifice 
precise gameplay. Like yeah. you can constantly cancel Kratos out of different animations. Yeah. And it looks jarring, like like most video games do. Yeah. But it feels so much better. Like it just it everything feels snappy and instant and, and right. just, just just God, that game is such a good game. Yeah. That reminds me because um, that guy's take he said he says Grant no, he says God of War yeah. Oh my god. He made up a, a made up so let l- let me just give him the basics. Go ahead. Basically this guy's talking about <laughs> made a TikTok video complaining about um uh how you know God of War is overrated and and that the whole argument that God of War has like more complex and deep combat than from soft games isn't true. Okay, first of all, you just made up a controversy. No one on the entire planet Earth has ever said <laughs> God of War has more complex um combat than souls games no one thinks that yeah no one has ever why said are, that. why are we comparing god of war which is a narrative driven um third person action game to a souls game yeah like what so you just made up a controversy to make people angry yeah and then now you're and first of all the combat in god of war is good it it's, is whatever i i don't even feel like giving it the time of day to be honest I, it's just I, such a stupid i, I will say this too because i'm yeah, kind of personally for me i'm kind of getting tired to where because he also said that god of war the story isn't that good or where i'm just paraphrasing what he said he basically said sure. it's just a basic story of a man and his son trying to reconnect with his son and they go on a journey yeah. to get hunted by two dudes and it's like you just made it sound basic and bare as bone in its nature and it's just like there's a lot more that happens right. in the game. But but that's but, that's not a fair reduction. Right. But then but these will be the same people who say the same thing for the last one. It's like, yeah, the, the story isn't all that great. It's just a guy traveling with this woman to go take it to one point A to point B. That's basically what it is. It's like, no, you're giving a very surface level summary. And it's just yeah, like and plus yeah. like even if the plot is simple, which let's be honest, um, more so the, like this isn't talking about the last of us too, but yeah. um Last of Us One has a very predictable and simple plot yeah it's told so well like you're you're ignoring the fact that that predictable and simple stories can be told extremely well yeah it 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 doesn't yeah it's because it's simplified it doesn't it doesn't make it good because you're you're like you're overlooking the other aspects of what makes it great. It was Absolutely, a, it's character character driven narratives and the, yeah. the relationships whatever so it's just like you know yeah. the uh, uh, the point I'm trying to get is like I'm kind of getting a little tired to where like granted look I'm a, I'm a gameplay first guy over story but if there's a story Same. that has like a a good story and, and it gets me keeps me hooked I'm all for that too and it's just yeah. I don't want it to seem like you know you know like we all are entitled to our opinions but at the same time too to say that a, a game that's more that's narrative focused is trash because the gameplay isn't what you like it to be it's just like come on bro it's just it, you, you know yeah. er, everyone has their own taste or whatever but if you want to say that the game story is trash because the game when you really when really you want to say the gameplay isn't what isn't what to your liking it's like bro just say yeah. you didn't like the game you don't have to say it's trash yeah. just say you didn't like the game let's go yeah <laughs> i agree with you because like look i mean i'm i'm 
I'm probably more of a gameplay first guy than you are, honestly. Like, I, oh no, I'm, it's I'm, a, I'm very I'm a, rare. I'm told I'm I'm a hundred percent a gameplay first guy. Okay, yeah, I, well, I, like yeah. for me, it's it's very rare that story is ever something that keeps me playing a game. Yeah, like, that is a very rare instance. Yeah, the gameplay has um, to be. It has to be fun and engaging to yeah. keep people interested. That's the first thing you have to yeah. work on. But yeah, also- I can keep playing games yeah. that, like, for example, The First Last of Us I, I, and something like Coffee Talk that's a visual novel. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, especially for the visual novel, like, that, that is really, there's not much to the gameplay, but I enjoy the story. In, in The Last of Us, I think the gameplay loop of The First Last of Us is pretty mediocre if i'm being totally honest nah, it, 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 it's very it's not exciting at all for me nah, i mean it's like there's a clicker you throw a bottle in yeah. a direction you walk past him or you you know i'm not i'm i've talked about this a million times yeah. so I don't know about now, but, <laughs> yeah, um, you said i think you said it for not at all games in general <laughs> Well, well, no, I haven't played Uncharted, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't like talking, like speaking on games I haven't touched. But um, I haven't spent one minute with an Uncharted game, so fair I don't want to comment on those. Fair, but fair enough. Basically, I, the point is, um, I can still like if I am that engrossed in the story, I can still like finish games just because the story. It's just not a common thing for me. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Even like The Last of Us, I. I even though you, you can replay it to like upgrade weapons, whatever the case may be, I it doesn't have the same replay value for me like a Resident Evil Four has. Where, oh God no! Yeah. Oh God! Oh, oh God no! Right? Cause, no no no. Yeah, that game you can you can I don't you you can give a shit up you can give a shit less yeah. about the story and you just just you just want to yeah. kick some fucking ass and go yeah, up I, a day. I ultimately don't Resident Evil. It's it's a very B movie hokey story. Yeah, and it's great for what it is. Like it's nowhere near the emotional complexity and and intricacy of something like The Last of Us Two. Yeah, but um, after I finished The Last of Us Two, I was like, awesome. That is a fantastic game, and I enjoyed it. I have no desire to ever touch it again. There's just nothing, nothing that was not like there's nothing spectacular about the gameplay loop. You know what's for me? You know what's interesting since we're talking about it. Um, uh, this this is an interesting question. Do you feel like um, if a game has a good narrative, right? Yeah, and the story and the gameplay, it 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 can be just as solid as a story, if not better. Um, even after you beat the game, do you think, you know, if a game is a lot more narrative focused, then, you know, the, the, the narrative focus is a lot more stronger than the gameplay. Do you think it kind of hinders the replay value of it? No, That's no, interesting. I don't. And, and, and I think the primary example of that is the Silent Hill games. Mm. Um, because those games are, are very, not necessarily narrative focused in, in, in the way that, um, uh narrative focus in the way that like you know modern th- uh AAA games are where it's very cutscene heavy um very character driven Silent Hill's more about its themes yeah but um i mean people love replaying i mean horror games are i don't have to tell you right, horror right. games have always been insanely replayable experiences even from the first Resident Evil yeah. they were designed to be replayed and many silent many of the early Silent Hill games are like that I feel like I bring up Silent Hill in every episode but um, yeah. you know it's hard not to when people ask me Silent Hill questions every day on t- <laughs> uh, like Silent Hill related TikTok honestly if if you want to follow a great Silent Hill content creator 
and we are going to have this person on at some point. Um, follow Norman Bates Jr. Uh, shout out to her on TikTok. Norman Bates Jr. She's a Twitch streamer as well. Um, and she's like special, like she specializes in Silent Hill content. And it is like to a much greater level of detail and expertise than I can provide. Mm. She, I think she has a physical copy of all the Silent Hill games in every version of every Silent Hill game. Oh, like, really? The, yeah, like the alternate regional versions and stuff like that. Yeah. Something something crazy like that. I'm not sure if it's complete, but it's insanely impressive. So yeah, shout out to her, Norman Bates Jr. Um great account. But anyways. Yeah. Um Yeah. That I guess that answers your question, Josh. Yeah. Um I, I think <laughs> may, probably probably I guess for me it, it probably maybe depends on the length of the game. Probably it, mm. it, it, it probably could be the link like yes. first I think I think the link can be like first like Red Dead Redemption Two, I love that game. Am I going to replay it again anytime soon? Probably not. At least for like a year or two. Cause no, I get you. Yeah, because like even like uh, The Last of Us, I love it. But like, well, the, the last, uh, the, the, last one isn't long. The last one that's like a ten hour game. Like probably ten twelve hours. It's not that bad. The last one's part two is like yeah, I don't. I'm that as one closer to twenty. Yeah, that's was like I don't know if I want to play that again. Even like. Spider-Man, I love that game. I, I wouldn't want to play that again, at least for like yeah. another year or two, because I now, would... Donkey Kong Country? As, I'm it, playing bottomless. that every year. Bottomless, yeah. <laughs> I'm playing that every year. No, um, <laughs> uh, no interesting uh, interesting kind of rabbit hole we went down with that with that user comment. Um, right. Yeah, good, good questions all around, though. But I do want to know, Josh, because I was disappointed with you last week. Uh-oh. What I do... <laughs> This, we always ask each other what have we been up to in the last week, what oh. games have we been playing, and last week Josh was like, dude, I haven't touched a game. Now, it's because we are we have adult shit. Adulting so, sucks. You know, <laughs> obviously I'm joking and, and I'm not actually disappointed, but um, what have you been, uh, did you get to spend any time with Deathloop? I played, because I know you said you're going to play that. I played a little bit of Deathloop and I haven't got that far into it, but I can say that I am... Uh, I, I I can tell that I'm gonna have a good time with it, especially the character. Uh, what's his name? Cole. Cole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cole is 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 a good character. Yeah, I think for me, I'm happy because I was talking to my dad about it. It's just, is it's for me as a, a person of color, it's cool to see. Uh, like I, I haven't played the game as entirely, but I can tell that this person, uh, Cole, he's gonna have like a lot more layers to him, and he, you know his personality is going to be interesting, and the voice actor is going to make some things uh funny because like there was a part where I died. What the fuck? What the fuck I'm doing? And yeah. cut <laughs> it was the, it was the way it was just like him trying to understand who he is, where the case yeah. may be. It was just and it it, it made it fun. Go, go ahead. Yeah, you're gonna see him evolve his personality evolve as he learns more about himself from going through the loops and stuff like that and i don't want to um i'm not going to spoil anything for you i promise i'm probably closer to the end of the game honestly oh man and i i have enjoyed my time with Deathloop for some reason like it's like a cool thing to i okay hear me out this is what <laughs> i think happened with Deathloop because like social media for some reason it's like commonplace to shit on that game and oh, and boy. and stuff like that's like the trend i think this is the reason for it they showed death loop at like four state of plays in a row mm -hmm. and i think people were just really tired of seeing the game oh um, yeah, yeah 
at that point and that is why there's a little bit of vitriol online um could be people just bitching a bitch of course but yeah um here's my take on death loop i'm i'm i haven't finished the game but i'm pretty damn close i think i think it is i'm i'm having a really good time with it it's a fun game i have no idea where these perfect scores came from though Mm-mm. i am not seeing that level of quality here um i almost feel like the game did not commit to the idea of a loop enough and what i mean by that is i wonder if death loop wouldn't have worked better as a pure roguelike like something like returnal mm. and it's not and there are certain elements of like spending currency to carry over weapons and skills but it is not nearly to the depth of the roguelike genre and the reason they do that is because they still wanted to have a fairly curated story experience that you can kind of experience in in different orders depending on what um leads you follow in what order but um you do get a little tired going to the same four places uh over and over again and be, and and you get more tired of it because it's it's not that rogue that real roguelike experience. Oh. I could be wrong on that. That's just my take. And again, um, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, Josh. I, I I think you're going to like the game because I definitely like the game. I'm just not seeing that like the absolute critical acclaim it it was given is basically my take. Yeah, that's why. I, so far, that's why I so like. Far. Nah, I, 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 that's how I feel when they did uh, when I talked. All right, like I, talk, I talked to you about that game. Uh, control that i was like i played i was like yeah. i'm not seeing the reviews are talking about yeah <laughs> I, just, I just didn't like the map that was my only problem i just didn't like the map yeah. i couldn't do it yeah. <laughs> something about that map just pissed me off i remember wandering around in this area not knowing where the hell to go because i couldn't read the map for shit oh, and yeah. before anyone gets on me i i have played many like i've played many different games with complicated maps like um so like I, you know played all the 2d metroid games played 3d metroid games never had a problem i've played etrian odyssey where you literally have to draw your own map as you walk through the game <laughs> no problems there so you know no shit talk. i just couldn't figure it out with control yeah i just couldn't do it it looked like someone went on photoshop and it had three different layers and they forgot the section off as floors so they just merged it all together and that's what you get anybody who used photoshop y'all got the reference <laughs> basically I don't use photoshop <laughs> I got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's just the software. It's just, you just take, it's just, it basically is just like, um, because they, the, the design of the map is so hard to read because they got like different colors that represents like certain floors, but then you won't, but you wouldn't know what that is unless you're traveling because it's, it's plus still it's very maze-like. You don't know what the hell you're going. And it's like, had they sectioned these maps out, like, like by floors, like you know the Resident Evil games before it, it would have made it a lot more understanding where where the hell you got to go to. Right. Yeah, but that's just that. yeah. I feel you though. Um, so yeah, Deathloop, cool. Glad you're enjoying your time with it so far. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I'm not gonna dwell too much on that because that's what I've been playing mostly. I've been playing this, um, really cool. Uh, if you're into like traditional shooters like i am like something like uh gradius um 
those kind of games, I, basically. I end up, if one guy tagged me in the video, he told me to go check out this game, Deal Field Chronicle. There's like a lot of Square Enix uh, JRPGs that's been dropping oh, off. Yeah, me. that's a JRPG. Yeah. Um, I see, so yeah. That's, that, that's a full price game, though. So I would, I would look into it if it's something you think I, you really I, might I, want. I already, I already paid for it. And then oh, okay. he said it was great. And I was, I did something stupid. Well, he said, like, yeah, man, check it out, man. And I'm like, sure, I'll go buy it. I just got paid shit ton of money. Let me go spend my money on I'm shit. Right. <laughs> and, then I, and then I go on Xbox and uh, there's like a bunch of like rave reviews on it from users. So it's like, okay, right. that's great. But then review critics, that's a different story. It's like, is it a 60s or 50s? And I'm like. I don't know, but then again, too, like you mentioned earlier, it's like some people just be overhyped and stuff, or just don't get shit. So it's just I'm I I gotta check it out and see for myself. So absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let me know what you think about it. Um, oh yeah. So you're Deathloop and Dio Field. Um, for me, Deathloop and there's a twin stick shooter shmup kind of game called Never Awake, Ooh. and I think it is one of my. I don't know, might be like definitely in my top 10 favorite games this year. Um, might even be top five after I'm done. It's just got really solid mechanics, beautiful art, um, gorgeous hand drawn art. It's about a girl who seems to be in a coma, like this little girl who's in a coma. And you, as the dream version of her, you have to fight all her nightmares um, in her head while she's in her coma. And uh, and then you learn more about like what's going on in her personal life. Mm. It's a really, really, really cool game. And I kind of picked it up on a whim just because it's been on my wish list for a while. And I, I like shmup games. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't know, man. I like any games um, like God Zero Ranger just had its fourth anniversary Zero Ranger. I'm not sure if I've made my pitch for that game on the podcast yet. Um, this is one of my all-time favorite games, so my top ten favorite games of all time. Top ten. It top ten. It is a game called Zero Rangers, twelve dollars on Steam, and it's a um, green and orange, old school like pixel art kind of shoot 'em up game where where you're playing as a spaceship. Yeah. And that is all I will say, because oh my god, do things ramp up to pretty insane shit in that game it's just really really cool um it has probably it's got one of the most notorious final bosses ever because there's a caveat to the final boss oh really um yeah do you want me to tell you Uh, i i'll give a spoiler warning for for people if you if you want to play zero ranger (laughs) um don't listen to what I'm about to say. Josh, are, are, are you cool with me? I'm cool this? with it, brother. Go ahead. So uh, the final boss is Zero Ranger. The true final boss gives you an ultimatum. It It's basically you can have an attempt at me, but if you do, you have to wager your save file. Oh, really? And, they're, and they, they mean it. If you lose that boss fight, boom, your save file is gone. Damn. They Steam wipes it from your, from your PC. Damn. And you can you can copy your save file yourself and kind of cheat it. But you know, in terms of traditional gameplay, yeah, it wipes your save and lots of people hate it. Um, I think it's a ballsy move and I, I think it's really bold of them, Yeah, but the game isn't very long. Like those kind of shoot 'em up games are not long at all. So even if your save file does get wiped, it's not, you know, the end of the world, but yeah, 
Zero Ranger, <laughs> incredible game, insanely solid gameplay and game mechanics. And the game is just top to bottom full of surprises. They've been working on hard mode for over two years now. Oh, really? Yes. And I need it right now, at this moment <laughs> now. But anyways, Josh, do you want the good news or do you want the bad news first? Guys, this is our new news segment. We're doing good news, bad news. Josh tells me. I'm going to tell you. I want the good me, news or I want the bad news. Give me, give me. What do you want? You know what? Let, 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 we're on a good note anyway, so let's 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 start with the good news. Okay, good, because we, we have some great news this week. All right. Um, Looks like Returnal and Sackboy's Big Adventure are coming to PC. P- two PS5 games. Ooh! Um, looks like they're on their way to PC. I think Sackboy's Big Adventure, or whatever it's called, ha- uh, that's confirmed officially, but Returnal had their PC options menu leaked somehow, so that's coming, <laughs> but it's just not officially confirmed. Well, um, hopefully it's not. Here's why that's exciting. <laughs> Josh, have you played Returnal? I've been want no, I want to. I really want to. So, um, I haven't played Returnal either, but I do know that it runs at an internal resolution of 1080p on PS5, which is pretty low for, um, for next that? like the the big next gen consoles like uh, X and 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 PS5. That's interesting. So, now the game looks incredible. Still, looks like a real next gen game. Still, yeah. But it does run at a lower resolution. That's it's like upscaled to 1440p mm-hmm. and then checkerboarded to 4k. So it's like a bastardized 4k. Um, and apparently because it's going through like those two different processes, yeah. um, it is definitely, and no, like if you're comparing images and gameplay, it is noticeable, but whatever, the game still looks great either way. But now that it's on PC, Oh, dude, we're going to be able to see this game running at native 4K resolution because you know how good the, the Nexus people that that port the PlayStation games yeah. to PC are. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is going to be running at 4K unlocked frame rate and shit. Oh, my, man, I can't wait to see how the game looks. It's going to be crazy. It's really exciting. Sounds interesting. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And they said Sackboy's Big Adventure supports 4K 120 frames per second on PC. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Good lord. That's insane, man. You're, uh, like on, Especially on like a PC monitor, you see every strand of, of yarn in Sackboy's body. Shit. Pause. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully the people in the, play, the, the Stanboy community won't be mad about another game going to pc because get used to it yeah. people get used to it get used to we're it. getting them <laughs> yeah everyone's and i'm happy yeah I'm happy, I'm happy for it too it's it's going to keep on happening and then hey it's more money in sony's pocket <laughs> yeah if, if you are a uh uh you know a corporate dick sucker of one of these three big um big game publisher console manufacturers whether it's almost choked uh, <laughs> yeah whether it's nintendo playstation xbox if you're like just absolutely slobber on the cock of one of these companies then wouldn't you be happy that they're getting more money doesn't that make you happy huh doesn't that make you happy behind your keyboard as you're tweeting xbox sucks playstation sucks nintendo sucks you know whoever you're aligned with i guess um <laughs> like does that doesn't that make you happy that your company's getting more money 
honestly, as a fan, as someone who doesn't give a shit about how much money either of the three companies are making, I would be happy that more people get to experience an IP that I love. Me too. Like, if they put Breath of the Wild on PC natively, I I would be like, that is so cool. More people get to play their first Zelda game ever, and they're going to like, you know, their whole gaming world's going to change now. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Now, Nintendo wouldn't do that because um, Nintendo, the the hardware and software is hand in hand for them. Like, it, you know, they just do shit differently. They will commit, but they will commit some parkour events, some shit like that. Oh yeah, but um, <laughs> they will commit some parkour before they let their games go on PC. Yeah, Nintendo's they're they're very hard headed and they just don't listen to anyone or anything, and and they frustrate me a lot. But anyways, um. <laughs> But yeah, like this, this is a good thing. This is a good thing for PlayStation. This is a good thing for gamers. And I feel like we have to say this every time we talk about a new PlayStation game coming to PC. Come on, get with it. So that was the good news, Josh. Do you want to hear the bad news? What is the, lay it, lay it on me. Here it is. (laughs) Stadia, Google Stadia is dead. It is going away. Oh, that might be good news for some people. (laughs) For some people that I guess like that or think that's funny, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, um, yes, Google Stadia is going away and they are refunding all purchases, whether or not you bought a Google Stadia or whether or not you um, bought games on Google Stadia. Every dime is getting refunded to you Damn. other than your pro member subscription. So, so they're going to lose, you know. I mean, Google has lost so much money on Google Stadia, it's not even funny. Like, apparently they were paying, like, Ubisoft tens of millions of dollars to have Assassin's Creed Valhalla on Stadium. Yeah. Stadium. Stadia. Um, It, it, this, I'm going to be honest, the writing was on the wall for Google Stadia from that first presentation when they they outlined their business model. For the jump, It was, yep. yep, from the jump, it was just like, this, this isn't, what what are you guys like what is this actually offering right and i want to make it clear where i stand because there is a lot of a lot of negativity around google Stadia going online uh going around online and i think that is because um honestly it just was not there was nothing good or or really like yes the technology was cool but everything everything in terms of implementation was just not um to the developers and the Google Stadia team that this was your career, I feel horrible for you. And I, I, I truly hope you guys can find work quickly um, and that, you know, you guys can get on another team working on amazing technology. Um, my my heart goes out to the people that lost their livelihoods over this mm-hmm. because apparently they learned about the closure of Google Stadia like um, five minutes like they literally decided and then and then told them and everyone showed up to work today thinking that they were going to be working on stuff and then it's just like nope it's gone it is it it, like just to provide further details if you haven't heard it's going away january 2023 um services completely going away and uh all your games and unless the developer wants to you're uh, like do a transfer your game data is gone too like i saw a post from a guy he's got over five thousand hours on Red Dead Online on Stadia. That goes away. January 2023. Oh, gone. that's that's shitty. Gone. Yep. And that's just kind of goes to show you 
you know, we want this all digital future, but there, there are consequences, but what basically this doesn't affect 99.5% of gamers that weren't using the service anyway. Yeah. There's a very small group of insanely passionate stadia players for some reason. I, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything bad here, but I, I truly don't know why I, I don't, I fundamentally don't get it. Yeah. Because, okay, I'm going to give you my confusion, Josh, and then I want to hear your take <laughs> on this because I know you're not like a cloud gaming guy, right? Like you're nah, pretty much mostly was... console or PC. Nah, I, 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 it's, 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 I, I'm not totally convinced on that until we're not Japan. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. And so here's, here's the thing. Again, I, I want to stress, I am not talking you know, I'm not speaking negatively on the Google Stadia team, like like the people that were working to make the product work. I I heart goes out to you and your families. This sucks for like truly, truly sucks that the like the the mistakes of corporate bigwigs are are affecting you guys. Yeah. Um, but we 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 gotta be honest about Stadia. I mean, it it, it you have a service where you pay full price for the games to own them on the cloud mm-hmm. and then you have a monthly service where you get access to some games through like a like you know stadia pro that gives you like a growing library of games to get um changed out kind of like game pass yeah but the library is nowhere near comparable to any of the like to to something like x cloud like so why would anyone get stadia i I fundamentally don't understand. Let's pretend you are 100% on the cloud gaming bandwagon, which yeah. I agree with Josh. I don't think we're there yet. Even with great connections still, our our infrastructure in, in the U.S. is is, is going to create difficulties. And it's just it's just not up to snuff for us right now. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't it doesn't work as well as people say, like like advertisers say it does. It just fucking doesn't. Yeah. So. So why would you ever get Stadia? <laughs> if if you want to play on your TV, for the vast majority of people, you still have to buy a 4K Chromecast. So you're still buying an object that you have to plug into your TV to use Stadia on your TV. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. If you want to play on your computer, you go to the Stadia web browser. If you want to play on your phone, you use the Stadia app. Mm-hmm. Why not just use xCloud? They do all the same shit. Yep. Except you pay a little bit more money for something like a Series X mm-hmm. and you have the option to play the games natively on the Series uh excuse me, Series S yep. if you want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, but but I don't want to mess with the downloads. You don't have to. You can literally stream from your series console if you want over the cloud. Yep. What is the fucking point of Stadia? You know, you you have Game Pass that has this massive library of of growing games from from first party AAA titles like Halo and Gears. To sh- like Stadia doesn't have shit like that. Yep. And and Stadia doesn't get as many indie games too. It it th- doesn't get all the games something like Xbox does. Yeah. Why would you go with Stadia? Why you can go on your browser and do XCloud. You can go on your phone and do XCloud too with an Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna double down on cloud. Why Stadia? And there's no answer for that. People are talking, oh, well, the 
well, the technology Google's using is cool and there's like differences. I'm sure there are differences. Yeah. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference for the consumer right now, though, does it? And people can argue all they want, but hey, numbers don't lie. Yeah. You know, especially in this industry, numbers don't lie. If something ain't working, the numbers will show you that. Um, I just blabbed for a million minutes. So, Josh, I want to hear your take on this, too. I think, I think, too, it's just um, like, yeah, it's just cloud gaming. Like, Microsoft is still, it's still in beta with their Cloud X thing. And it's like, not there. Yeah, like they're they're still testing it out. I mean, it's getting better, but it's still it's not there yet. And even if even too, it's like you're coming out just when Sony was already starting off with their PlayStation now, and uh, and they were still figuring stuff out. So you already have PlayStation in competition. They already had like other games that could put through their cloud servers. Then Microsoft was doing the same thing too. Then they got the right. Game Pass servers. So then the PlayStation Plus servers as well. So mm. it's just you, they just couldn't compete with the the juggernaut, and I think Google probably they they, they probably should have approached it differently. I mean, I'm not saying a, a hardware console could have fixed some stuff, but they could have did something where they could have did something what Sony did in the past. They talked with these developers and offered them something with their dev kits that's beneficial for you know making the games they want to make for the things and then that's how they and then that's how they got the interest and then the marketing help and everything else happened as well and google is just like yeah we, we want to make video games okay cool uh you know yeah we, we, we want to get into the gaming escape okay cool what there is there any exclusives no we're just going to yeah. put third party well i can go and and go, can, there I, were yeah. there were a handful of exclusives but they weren't like system selling exclusives no it's just and like yeah. of all the ways to get into the gaming industry, this has got to be one of the worst attempts I've ever seen. From that first presentation, people yeah. were like, "This is not a good business model at all." And the the very small amount of people that really use the service um, is very indicative. The Destiny numbers are telling. Destiny two numbers when you compared Stadia numbers to the uh, all the other platforms is like absurdly different it was like you know thousands and thousands and thousands of people on other platforms and like barely hitting 2k on stadia like of total players <laughs> it, it was like yeah not good man yeah but, they they like they, yeah, it's just dude i don't think we're gonna be there for a while no here at least like for cloud game th- there's like these cloud handhelds coming out yeah why the fuck would i buy a 250 dollar or I think, no, it's $350 Logitech Android handheld that is built for cloud gaming. What no. do you mean built for cloud gaming? I can cloud game on my phone. Why would I buy a dedicated cloud gaming handheld that doesn't even have 5G capability? So I have to sit in my house and, and why don't I just play on my fucking Switch or Steam Deck or one of my... Okay. It doesn't make any sense. We're just we're, we're we're just not there yet, and we're just throwing shit at the wall because everyone's talking about the cloud, hoping it sticks. We might be there years from now. We're not there yet. Our, um, our internet speeds is just yeah. we. I keep saying we ain't Japan, y'all. <laughs> no, or or like or like South Korea or something like that. Like, listen, we. I don't I don't know when we're gonna get there, and I don't know how we're gonna get there. But I'll tell you, I prefer when cloud technology is used in tandem with the game itself rather than the entire game being 
streamed over the cloud. I'll give you an example. Microsoft Flight Simulator uses technology from the cloud to enhance the gameplay experience. You can very much download the game on your PC and Xbox and play like that. Yeah. But it takes advantages of the cloud. And, and like, that's what Kojima's game is going to be. They're going to take advantage of Xbox's cloud infrastructure to develop a new gameplay experience rather than making it a cloud streamed game, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I prefer. That's what I'm more excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Google Stadia. I I, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I guess, I don't know if I even feel bummed for the, the Stadia content creators. I'm just like, that. that's that's kind of the risk you play when you tie yourself to a sinking ship, I guess, because like, you know, yeah, you had to know Stadia wasn't doing well financially. No. Everyone did. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was, I mean, we we just knew the writing was on the wall, and then it was. Yeah, we just. But they'll they'll be able to move to like they can they can move to like if they want to stick with cloud gaming to all the content creators out there, they can move to a different service. So the content creators will be okay. They they'll still have their audience. They'll they'll be able to move. I do feel bad for like I shouldn't say I don't feel bad. That's 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 mean. I do feel bad for them. That's that's not a fun day. Yeah. Um. But, um. I I I 100% respect the passion from the community. I just don't understand why Stadia, why why everyone rallied. I, I I'll never get it. But you know, shout out to the families that were affected by this. Seriously, that sucks. That we never want to see. But yeah, we'll see, Josh. Right. Um, that's a lot of talk about Stadia. Um, other than that, guys, this is kind of news related, but this goes into what. I really want to talk to Josh about today. Uh oh. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I'm looking at the clock right now. But I do want to investigate this with Josh here. Uh oh. I want to talk about competition. Not competition between like PlayStation and Xbox that we've been talking about for a month now. I want to talk competition in game genres. Uh And I want to talk about a game that has had almost no competition in the genre since the PlayStation two days. Oh shit. Talking about monster hunter and they might get their first big competition here soon because wild hearts was announced as a monster hunting style game. Yeah. It's next gen exclusive coming in 2023. Josh, did you see that game? Uh, I saw Malik talked about it briefly, but I I didn't get a look at it. Yeah. Um, new meta GG did a video on the game. Um, I encourage you to look at it. The game looks cool. It has some like building elements of people like comparing it to Fortnite, but it doesn't really look similar to Fortnite in that regard. Um, it's a full paid game. Um, hoping it's not games as a service and hoping it does adopt the monster hunter, um, model too. But this is interesting, Josh. I mean, think about it. Monster hunter has not had real competition in its genre. Oh boy. Ever. We had Dauntless, which had like a strong start and then died real fast. Yeah. We have things like um, Toei Keaton or Tweekoden. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but, you know, it's still very niche. Yeah. Um, God Eater, very niche. But this might be different and and what do you think changes now like let's pretend this launches and becomes legitimate competition for this Capcom's biggest franchise this is oh thank you i didn't i didn't mention that yes omega force the guys behind dynasty warriors are developing this 
and EA is publishing, um, which is not good. But yeah, Josh, which what like how do you think this affects things? Do you think this is could be actual competition? Uh, I think we should wait till the game drops. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I'm. I'm kind of there too. I'm a little I, I, iffy on it. I, I think uh, I, I I say it way because like it's 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 one thing. It's like oh man, it's, it's, this might this game might be the killer and make give it competition. But it's just that it, it, it's I don't even play Monster Hunter, but I do know Monster Hunter has a big loyal fan base. And oh god, com- yeah, World sold yeah. sold over twenty million copies. Yeah, it's too- absurd. Yeah, to compete to compete against that, it's like you had to offer something that's not new and that's done before. So it's just it's I think it's really is about I guess how fun it is, what content's in it, and what's oh my god, this shit looks pretty good. I'm not gonna fucking lie. I'm looking at it. God damn, this shit looks fucking good. <laughs> it does. It it's a it's a next gen exclusive game, so it's gonna take advantage of all that, but you gotta remember, Josh, we haven't seen Monster Hunter's next mainline game and you like that is capcom's biggest money maker more than resident evil more than street fighter that is their king right now is monster hunter and that team is gonna go ape shit for next gen oh god forbid it's cross gen let you know what let me not assume before because because we just learned resident Evil 4 was cross gen and i'm not happy about that um oh god i hope they don't make it um uh the next monster hunter cross gen what wonder i want yeah it's like it makes me it makes me wonder if if the next monster hunter game (laughs) what if if the next monster hunter because like uh, uh, here's what's gonna here's what's gonna shake it up the next monster hunter game is gonna be in the re engine Yes, it is. It is. Um, it is. Rise, Rise was in the RE engine. Yeah, but 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 but, but this but it'll be but it'll be like in for the for the consoles where it's like oh my right. god this is like it, yeah. he's like you thought you thought this <laughs> you thought this shit look as good wait till you get over here you're like oh fuck ah oh, no, oh, I don't shit. I don't doubt it's gonna look incredible yeah I I I I can't wait to, I I I, I want to wait and see how it is because the only thing I. I Koi Tecmo, they make great games, but then I think Koi Tecmo, they make great games, but then I think the problem for them is uh, like the Dynasty Warriors games that are cool, but they're very niche. Yeah, and that has to, and I think you know they have they to, are. they they got to go above the niche to get like that appeal. But I think them, you know, you know, go, you know. Going in mind the fact that there is Monster Hunter fans that's going to be eager to check out this game is probably the right pros. It's just a matter of how we're going to keep these people playing for a long time and you know and go from there. So it's just as long as it's supported and it's good, I think it'd be interesting. But only time will tell. <laughs> yep. Now I'm worried that they're going to make the next Monster Hunter cross gen with Xbox One and PS4. Ugh. Well, all right well whatever X, i'm, I'm X, gonna cross that bridge when i get yeah. there they, they they're they're done with the xbox one they're they're not messing with the xbox one anymore it's just ps4 at this yeah. point my microsoft is like trying to really distance himself from xbox one at this point oh yeah because 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 series s completely like you you almost can't argue oh, i can't afford to get a next gen system if if you trade in your xbox like any of your xbox ones toward a series s that 
regularly goes on sale for 250 like it, it's it's you you save up like two video games worth of money and 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 now now i know there are people that you know legitimately might not be able to afford that i'm not saying that but for the vast majority of gamers microsoft has made next generation more accessible than it has ever been ever so you know what's crazy you mentioned that because i i bought my series s today ladies and gentlemen for like 300 very easy um (laughs) i actually saw a ps5 in the store at at one today yeah that's really rare. One, it was one left. I was like, "Hey, it's it's getting close to the time, so it's like you better go. If you want to go get a PS Five, or the case may be, I suggest you go early in the fucking morning. Maybe you might get lucky. Who knows?" <laughs> yep, because those are still really hard to get. Like Series S, you can pretty much walk in the store and get. Series X has has a little bit less availability. That those are a bit tougher to find. Yeah. Um, PS Five is the toughest to find. That they're really having issues with the supply chain i hear it's getting better yeah but you know who knows um who knows at the end of the day um lot lot we we you know we still need to see you know how will wild hearts be um what where will cloud technology go what will the next monster hunter be cross chat we have a lot of questions we don't have answered but what what we do know Mm -hmm. is that when the time comes we'll be here to talk about it guys (laughs) Thank you for joining us for episode 17 of, 17 of the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. God, I can't talk. Um, I'm Big Gaming, and I'm always joined by Josh Staddix. Uh Hopefully, we'll have a guest on sometime soon. Uh, as we always say, you know, feel free to hit us up at timeattackgamingpodcast at gmail.com or comment, you know, re- reach out on TikTok. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for sticking with us, guys. Thank you. all We love you very much. Absolutely. And we will talk to you soon, and we'll see you next week on the Time Attack Gaming Podcast for episode 18. Bobby Dream.